This is our devotional commentary for 2 Corinthians chapter 10. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. I, Paul, myself entreat you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. I, who am humble when face to face with you, but bold toward you when I am away, I beg of you that when I am present I may not have to show boldness with such confidence as I count on showing against some who suspect us of walking according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Look at what is before your eyes. If anyone is confident that he is Christ, let him remind himself that just as he is Christ, so also are we. For even if I boast a little too much of our authority, which the Lord gave for building you up and not for destroying you, I will not be ashamed. I do not want to appear to be frightening you with my letters. For they say, His letters are weighty and strong, but His bodily presence is weak and His speech is of no account. Let such a person understand that what we say by letter when absent, we do when present. Not that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves, but when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. But we will not boast beyond limits, but will boast only with regard to the area of influence God assigned to us to reach even to you. For we are not overextending ourselves as though we did not reach you. For we were the first to come all the way to you with the gospel of Christ. We do not boast beyond limits in the labors of others, but our hope is that as your faith increases, our area of influence among you may be greatly enlarged, so that we may preach the gospel in lands beyond you without boasting of work already done in another's area of influence. Let the one who boasts Boast in the Lord, for it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. How do you normally react when you are attacked? Someone questions your competency, criticizes your character, doubts your motives, or mocks your convictions. Like Paul, do you respond by the meekness and gentleness of Christ? It's not easy. How do you maintain a posture of humility and teachability without weakly compromising the truth? You don't want to be defensive, but neither do you wish to yield ground to a troublemaker. 2 Corinthians 10 begins the closing section of this letter and Now Paul is ready to directly address the elephant in the room. Specific accusations have been leveled against him by deeply divisive, theologically misguided, 
annoyingly arrogant critics in Corinth. They said he was a roaring lion when miles away with a pen in his hand, but a little lamb when he actually showed up. The next chapters will reveal other elements of the criticism Paul endured. As D.A. Carson writes, quote, This put him in an impossible position. If he said nothing, he was in danger of losing the confidence of the entire church. But if he set forth his credentials as a way of responding to these attacks, he would be falling into exactly the same moral failure that beset his opponents, unquote. Though he would rather not confront those who were undermining him, Paul knows that he must, not for his own sake, but for the sake of the gospel. As he responds, we see that it's really not about him at all. The real issue is the nature of Christian ministry. Paul's down-to-earth style was unimpressive to some, but it was genuine. Accused of walking according to the flesh, he acknowledges his frailty but insists that his gospel has power to expose every human philosophy for what it truly is. And despite what others have said about the weakness of his presence, Paul's next visit to Corinth will prove otherwise, as he is ready to punish every disobedience, verse 6. Paul isn't a control freak, but he does have a profound sense of pastoral responsibility. God called him to look after this new church at Corinth, and he is determined to follow through. He won't stand idly by and watch others destroy what he worked so hard to establish. Paul's exercise of authority was always for the good of the church, not for his own gain. Though his opponents fostered a competitive environment, Paul would have nothing to do with that kind of nonsense. Instead, he boasted only in the Lord. They wanted to steal some glory for themselves. Paul's concern was to see the gospel spread and God's glory increase. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily in the Word.